Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. You want Nick back. You want Nick back. I didn't know he was going anywhere. Well, I have a question about whether... I know. I didn't, I didn't know that. Nah. Where's the confidence level in him then to, to fix this team? I have everybody. I have a ton of confidence in um in everyone in this building. Um, it's just a matter of us going out there and playing clean football. And that's been something that we have not done. Yeah, he may. I don't have that confidence. Welcome on in. It's the midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four on a Wednesday as we await the news. Major news, potentially, coming out of NovaCare later today as the Eagles have their, their meetings to end the season. Good morning, Hugh Douglas. Good morning, Joe. How we doing? Good morning, Philadelphia. You know what? I, I, I came in this morning as I had a good night of sleep. And, uh, you know, I think because a lot of times with these emotional things, you just need to sleep on a little while. You know, you don't want to make hasty decisions. And you want to try to start your day after a day of so much emotion with a clear head. So that's what I'm doing now. Joe. All I'm right. Just, I'm just here with a clear head. Clear today. head? Yeah, clear head because, you know, it was a little testy yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, you were, you were very emotional, you and Kyle. So today, you know, I'm just going to do a hard reset. I'm just going to get ready for, you know, whatever the day Yeah. Was. Well, that makes one of us because I'm riding on emotion <laughs> still. Riding full on emotion. All right, 215-592-9494. Lot to do on the show today. Set joiner at 11 at 12 o'clock, Elliott Shore Parks, and a major station announcement coming up at 10.30. You're not going to want to miss it. 10.30 today, major, major WIP announcement coming your way. But, Hugh, the more I think about all this and the more I think about the, the blame game for what happened to end this season, there's no question in my mind the number one person to blame, and that's why I want to change at the head coaching position, is the head coach. It is Nick Sirianni. I, I believe we watched coaching malpractice this season. Coaching, coaching mal- malpractice. It, it's malpractice. That is it was malpractice. We're watching a guy that is totally in over his skis without Shane Steichen here. We're watching a guy that lost the locker room. They didn't play hard for him down the stretch of the season. Made a disaster of a move at coordinator. Whether or not it was all him or the front office pushed him into it, he oversaw that. A disastrous move at defensive coordinator. I believe Nick Sirianni's lost everything here. I believe he's lost the fan base, and I can't have him back. Hugh, I, and I know there's um, it, when, when bad things happen with a team or a team goes down, there's like that pie chart of blame, right? So you yes. can do like 50-50, you can go 60-40. I'm almost entirely in, in the Nick Sirianni deserves blame for what happened here. I, I think he failed in his role as the head coach, and his offense went backwards this year, especially when you consider that the quarterback didn't play as well. Hugh, when you think blame here, what stands out to you? Man. That definitely stands out to me. And, and I will tell you this. I've had a chance to talk to a lot of my old teammates because I'm telling you, when I tell you I have some teammates that are still heavily invested in the Philadelphia Eagles, please believe it. But when I look at this situation, and I try to be fair and balanced in this. I look at it in its totality. I think the quarterback is to blame for a lot of this as well. Now, when you start talking about pie charts and things of that nature, Joe, I don't know. Because that's what we're basically saying. Who's more to blame? Yeah. You and you this. Who's more but I look at it like this in a relationship when y'all both screw up, and, you know, and if it's not working out, you you start doing that who who did more or who did worse thing. That's that just makes the situation worse. I will say this, and this is how I felt the last couple of days. I feel like Jalen has led me astray to a certain extent, and partly. I say that because of the way that he handled his press conference. That still sticks with me, Joe. Like, I understand that I just said, you know, starting to show that 
a couple of days removed, I'm not going to be as emotional as I was. But that really sticks with me. When I think about the bill of goods that this young man sold me when I first got here and the way he went out with a whimper and conceded, because that's what it is. He conceded the other day when he said out of his own mouth, hey, it wasn't our year. That that kind of cut me a little deep. So I he's partly to blame to this for this. And the fact that when I look at that safety that he took, I got to be 100 with it, Joe. Like I have to be. And and I make, you know me, I, I, I joke about a lot of things, but I also try to keep it real. That looked like some Dak Prescott type of stuff that he did at the end of the season. I can't, like – I can't sit here and, and 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 you know rag on Cowboys fans for their quarterback doing bonehead things at the end of the game, and my quarterback turn around and he take a safety, he take a safety on a four man rush. Come on, man! Like there's a lot to to there's a lot of blame that I could put put around on this squad right now. He's part of it. He's definitely part so of it. So I'm not absolving Jalen Hurts from all blame. I'm not. But the, the blame for me goes squarely on Nick Sirianni. 215-592-9494. Sirianni himself took blame the other night for how this thing fell apart. Uh, obviously, we, we were in a, in a big slide. And, you know, uh, anytime, anytime that's the case, I always look at myself first. And I didn't do a good enough job. And, and obviously, we lost five of the last six and lost today. Uh, and, and it's almost like you, you couldn't get out of the rut. We, were, we couldn't get out the rut we're in, and that's, and that's all of us. Uh, we'll have to look ourselves in the mirror and, and accept that and, uh, you know, just find, find answers, find solutions. Well, yeah, he has to look himself in the mirror, and the organization has to look themselves in the mirror when they try to figure out how to fix this thing. Look, I, I believe the Eagles have a coach here that is not qualified to lead a team to go win a Super Bowl. I just don't think he is. I don't think he's good enough to do it. And I think we saw it this year. When, when things went off the rails, the head coach did not have answers. The quarterback did regress under his watch. I mean, this is his offense. And the quarterback regressed under his watch. Ron Jaworski, Jaws, he said it's no doubt Jalen Hurts went backwards this year. Assignment of blame. Sirianni obviously takes a huge chunk. How much does Hurts take, in your opinion, how much do you think Sirianni is playing peekaboo on offense because he doesn't trust Hurts and doesn't want to put more on his plate? Where do you assign blame on Hurts? Well, you know, ultimately, I think it goes to Jalen. You know, he, he, he's got tremendous talent. And when, when you, you get a, a contract like he got, right, wrong, or indifferent, the expectations soar. And the quarterback has to play to that contract. It's, it's, it's that simple. It's business. And when you... Invest as, as much money and, and capital in your quarterback, it's going to hurt you down the road because you can't pay everybody. And, and, and so when the expectations are that high, it's hard to realize those goals and realize those expectations. But there is no doubt Jalen regressed this year. You know, obviously, you know, we're going to find out a lot more of what happened down this stretch of 1-6 and six with this football team because the same team that went 10-1 and one should not go 1-6 and six down the stretch. But the quarterback has to assume the major responsibility for this. So there's a lot of responsibility on Hurts. I'm not trying to say there's not, but I put it more on Sirianni. I mean, guys, did Jalen Hurts get bad overnight? Did he, did he get worse as a football player overnight, or did Shane Steichen leave and Sirianni's coordinator choices, whether it be Brian Johnson and obviously the defensive side's been a mess, I think that's where the season went down. That Sirianni not propped up by his coordinators, what is he? He's not a play caller. Obviously, the players here have stopped buying the message. I look at it like this. At 215-592-9494, Hugh, down the stretch of the season, I think they gave up on the coaches. I think the players, and 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 part of this is Jalen, I think they stopped believing the coaches know what they're talking about. There was something, uh, and, and you're right in speculating that that is the case because I think that when you make hasty decisions like removing – defensive coordinators and, and replacing it with other coordinators and, and having that coordinator then run the system of somebody else's, that sends a bad message. There's no doubt about that. But I feel like there were things festering way before we got to that point, though, Joe. I really do. I think that the biggest issue that this team had this year going into this was there was some people, let me just use the word uncomfortable, with certain things that were going on. I don't know what – it was that was making them uncomfortable, but they were uncomfortable. And there were a lot of things that probably should have been addressed at the beginning of the season that never were addressed because they were winning. And winning, 
you all you know what I was saying. Winning covers up all wounds. It heals all wounds. And you don't want to be that guy that's complaining. We we saw a snippet of that on the sideline. I can't remember the exact game, but when A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts had a little tater tay and we all dismissed it. You know, it's funny. We, we talked about it for a minute because it was a blip, and then we dismissed it because they were winning, mm. and it was not an issue. And as the season progressed, you started to see other things, but it wasn't a big deal because they were winning. We let it go. And when it started to get bad, when it started to go south, that's when you really started to hear and, the, and that ugly festering wound started to really, you know, present itself. That's what this was. This was this whatever is going on with this team was going on from the beginning. And, it, and, and you know, it's easy to say that, you know, it's the coach or whatever. The coach is a part of it, no question about it. But I think it also started when the quarterback became that guy. And there probably were some guys, I'm speculating here, probably were some guys that resented the fact that he got all the accolades and they felt like, you know, they should be getting some of the same uh, You're probably right about that. You're probably right. Here's the why I come down more on Sirianni. He is in charge of the whole thing. Like the, the locker room stuff that emerged all year, and we heard it all year. It's his culture. His culture is fractured. His offense isn't really very creative at all. They have no answers against the Blitz. More unblocked pressures than any team faced the entire season was the Eagles on Monday night. I believe we are dealing with a coach here that was propped up by coordinators and talent. That's what, that's what I believe. I, I have not, Look, I'm not trying to say Jalen Hurts played his best football this year because we watched him play better football last year. I, I, I acknowledge Jalen Hurts went backwards this year. Why? Because the head coach and his offense didn't evolve. We play, I think we played it last week, the, uh, the, the line that, uh, that Sirianni had to Jeff McClain podcast before the season, telling him we don't have to, cha- we don't have to add to our offense or change it. We just got to double down on what we do well. Hey, Nick. How, what do you think about that now? As the whole league caught up, 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. Who do you assign more blame to for the way this season ended? Kyle, what are you feeling on this? As um, It's blame game here in Philadelphia after the season ended the way it did. I'm on the coach. Hughes on the quarterback. What do you feel in terms of who deserves more blame? I think uh, uh, people are sort of refusing to acknowledge the culpability of the quarterback for the way that the season ended. We talk out of both sides of our mouth a lot of times here as fans, and we like to heap praise on guys we like when things go well, and then when things aren't going as well, it's you're looking some like somewhere else. The Eagles were 10-1, and and Jalen Hurts is the MVP favorite. So Jalen Hurts gets all the credit for the 10-1 and start. But when they lose six of the last seven games, no, it's not Jalen Hurts' fault. This is the coach's fault. Well, last year we're saying Jalen Hurts is the system, right? This year, it's the system is failing Jalen Hurts. He's paid $250 million to be the system, not to have everything going around and working perfectly. I can get uh, I can get Brock Purdy to do that. Marcus freaking Mariota can be a guy that if coaches are are, are doing their jobs you're and the players around hold them, hold up, he's got a good defense you're not, you're not and everything. Gonna, you're, no, you're not going to put him in the same category as Marcus I do that. Don't I do, do that. that would piss you don't off. Don't do that, dog. Well, don't no, do that. Don't my do point that. is, I, like, I'm not paying him $250 million to be carried by everybody else for so that everything needs to be perfect around him for him to, to look like he did last year. Jalen Hurts lost his playmaking ability this year, and I don't think that's a coaching issue. Now, I think the coaches have been bozos, yeah, but the biggest difference from this year to last year is that Jalen Hurts – regressed in probably one of his biggest strengths, uh, maybe two, his playmaking and his decision-making. So I think it's worth a, a, a strong look at the quarterback. Uh, I, I, do not de- I do not deny Jalen Hurts went backwards, but I believe the biggest issue is that Nick Sirianni lost two really gifted coaches and has no clue what he's doing without those guys. He is lost without his coordinators. And the whole connectivity thing, the locker room, mm-hmm. does this look like a connected locker room Mm-mm. to you? That's Sirianni's job. Hertz isn't supposed to keep – yeah, he's the leader, but Sirianni sets the culture, dog mentality. I didn't see any dog mentality on the field on Monday night. I saw guys ready to go home. But I, I, I feel like Jalen is just as culpable in this situation, and I'll tell you why. It's because of what I've been told about Jalen. Like, that's why I feel like – you know, I hear, I hear you about the coach. And the more that I hear other people talk about it, I don't really have a leg to stand on when it comes to keeping him here. But I'll tell you why I think Jalen's culpable. Because of everything that he's told me and I've heard about him from other people. He's a student of the game. He's always trying to get better. He watches defenses to try to figure out how teams are going to attack him. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, I saw that. 
I saw some of that. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that he regressed towards the last the latter part of the season. Mm. But in the, at the beginning of the season, he looked like an MVP quarterback. He was making throws that he didn't make last year. And he was growing as a quarterback somewhere along the line. He wasn't doing what he did in the past. And what I mean by that, Joe, is it didn't look like he was being a student of the game. I don't know if his time got, you know, more condensed where he didn't have time to go study. Because Coach Desai told us, Jalen would come in there and watch film with him to try to figure out how teams would attack him. Everything about Jalen screamed to me that he was a guy that understood that understands that he has to evolve as a quarterback. And then all of a sudden, he just stopped. Yeah. So that's on him. So I, I don't think he stopped. I think he I think he gave up on the coach. I, I okay. think he realized the coach is clueless. I, I think he realized it. Okay, I, okay, just say for the sake of argument, he did do that. He told me that it doesn't matter. The, the, the mission is the mission. The main thing is the main thing. Regardless if you're dealing with incompetence, you're still trying to get this team to a uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and and I, I, if he decide, if he if he gave up because he didn't like the way certain things was going, then I really I'm really disappointed. You know in what? Him. It's a red flag. It's frustrating. But it, it, listen, if I have to, tr- if it comes down to this, do I have to trust the football instinct of Jalen Hurts or Nick Sirianni? I'm going with Jalen Hurts. I, I think he knows way more about the game and how to win than Nick Sirianni does. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Matt starts us off today on the midday show. What's up, Matt? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Matt, you got it, buddy. What are you thinking this morning? So I'm 100% with Hugh and Kyle on this uh, because, I mean, from the very, you know, Hugh was just talking about, you know, Jalen being MVP candidate and all, but early on in this season, to me, he did not look the same. And I agree 100% that the wins were masking problems that, that were there early in the season. At least this is my take on it. And I just think, especially with the way that the offense was so vanilla for so long, especially during that skid, I don't think it's possible that a guy who, you know, had his offense recreated, you know, two years ago to become the number one rushing offense in the league couldn't have made any adjustments. I really think they have a personnel issue, and I think that person is Jalen. I don't think that he's capable of doing all that they want him to do. And I don't know. I mean, I thought early on in the season, maybe he's injured. Maybe there's something not right with him. And, and we might find out that that's the case. Oh, I th- Matt, I think it is. I mean, I, I would not be surprised. And Troy Aikman alluded to this on the broadcast. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that he's heading for knee surgery in the next week or so. I, yeah. I think he's been playing through something the whole year. Yeah, and, and it just, you know, to me, I don't think that the limitations on the offense were driven by the lack of intellect or the, the lack of, you know, creativity as much as they were, look, our playmaker can't do X, Y, and Z. So that's out of the playbook. You know, like I hear guys on the morning show, you know, talking about how he, he's never under center. And, and it's like, I don't think that that's, you know, an offensive coordinator's problem. I think that's a, that's the problem. That's a problem with your quarterback. So, so Matt, anyway, that's, that's a that's fair point. Thing. It's a fair point. And it, it might be they, they may have had to coach around his limitations physically this year, but with that, doesn't it feel like against the Blitz, their answer is Jalen, go make a play? He can't make plays right now. His his legs don't allow him to make plays the way he has in the past. I mean, I think that's a coaching failure. I'm not trying to say Jalen Hurts played great this year. I don't think he did. I, I think you look at his numbers. He was the middle of the pack quarterback this season. He was not a top five guy. He wasn't close to it. But the biggest issue here is the culture is falling apart. The defensive coordinator switch in the season turned into a disaster. And I think we have a head coach here who doesn't do any one particular thing well. Not one. I've been, I've been asking this question now. Has anyone given me a straight answer for a month? I've been asking for a month, what does Nick Sirianni do well? And I get nothing. No answers. Chris is in Middletown. What's up, Chris? 28 days and counting till pitchers and catchers, fellas. Uh, you know what? That makes me feel a little bit warmer today as I, I, I walked into my uh, to my <clears> car <throat> this morning. I'm going to slip on a bunch of ice. I like that idea, Chris. <laughs> What's up today? What do you feel? 100%. Kyle, shut up. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, I want to bring up something that popped out yesterday, and, and, and it was growing. Uh, you know, uh, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, so, Joe, you know how uh, you know your partner likes to call you Joel when you go off the rails? Yes, once in a uh, while, yep. Did, did you see Harry pop out yesterday? Harry? Harry, Harry Douglas instead of Hugh. What I, what he, did I do? 
Well, you got a little uh, upset. Well, you know, Harry Douglas you is like his own. You went a little bit off the rails, a little rant. I was like, man, uh, we got to come up with, you know, your alter ego name. Yeah, we got to do another because it's, it's, actual, it's an actual Harry Douglas, and he's very, very calm. Well, there like, might be a Joel Gilio. I mean, like, we're just, you know, we're making make-believe yeah. names here. Yeah, that yeah, could be. But but the, Harry is actually on if television. There is, no, Harry is a Joel Gilio. I think we should find him and get him on the show. Oh, there has to be someone <laughs> named Joel. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll search that. Go ahead, Chris. So, Anyway, guys, um, you know, a couple of things here. One, um, Jalen Wentz. Um, <laughs> y- y- you've been under watch. Uh, you know, Wentz again, watch. Just continue to look. He just needs to stop talking. He needs to go away, and he needs to look in the mirror and fix himself. He's got a house of problems there, and I, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with that guy. But I think that the, at the you know, so I, I think the pecking order, though, is you, dude, they ain't doing nothing with $250 million quarterback. Uh, Sirianni's got to go. Sirianni is the problem. Coaches make a huge impact. I was, I watched that game and watched the ESPN Manning broadcast of it, which, which was even more terrifying because you get their insight. They also had Ray Lewis on for the second half. And something they talked about, and guys, we saw this last year with the Sixers, with Embiid and Harden, is they were criticizing. They were like, why are they walking to the line of scrimmage? Why are they so late to get up the line? They're like, look, they're not even, they're just walking. And it gave me flashbacks to that that game with the Sixers. Yeah, and Chris, I I did hear some of the clips of the Ray Lewis thing. Ray Lewis, it was almost like an embarrassment to football for him to watch the Eagles defense play. He he looked like he was going to be ill watching them try to tackle. And how that doesn't all of that doesn't fall at the feet of the head coach and the coordinators is just beyond me. Like they're front of the line, so they gotta go. Their heads are gonna roll because again, you're not cutting a two hundred fifty million dollar quarterback. Joe, you've done a great job laying out. Hey, you get the right coordinator in there. Although Jalen's got his many many flaws, he can be fixed. Uh, kind of like what we saw, what's going on, you know, in St. Louis. Uh, with Baker and now Mr. Carson Wentz being fixed by Mr. McVeigh. But, um, guys, I, I don't know, man. It, it's a train wreck, uh, but going to leave it with, uh, again, we got a new team to root for right now, and I'm still not falling for Benny and a tail pop with the Sixers, although I am watching. But uh, go Flyers! There we go, Chris. Man, good phone call there. 215-592-9494. Let's grab uh, Ed in Phoenixville. Let's talk about this. What's up, Ed? Man. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's going on? Hey, Ed. What are you feeling today? Uh, so the one word that came to mind when I watched the game was bunghole-itis. I think <laughs> they got a serious case of that going on. Um, but more importantly, um, you know, I just I started asking, my, asking the question. I went back to like Jalen's freshman year at Alabama. When's he ever had to make chicken salad out of, uh, you know, in terms of a roster? Like, never. The closest um, thing Ed would have been 2021 when when they made the playoffs, but they ran it more that year, and uh, he used his legs. But that that's you. I mean, your point is is a good one. Jalen has has had lived a pretty blessed football life at Alabama, Oklahoma, and here he's had a lot of talent around him. Yeah, so I mean, I go both coach and player deserve some responsibility with this thing, but you know, what's Patrick Mahomes with? you know, a Rook, the Rice kid and, you know, a Travis Kelsey who hasn't played as well. Like, you elevate the players around you, and that's, that should sort of transcend whatever whatever scheme or system you're running. That's so, Ed, that's, of- that's fair, and I, I'm glad you said it. And I think this year told us and, and kind of cemented that Hurts isn't those guys. He's not in that class. He's a little bit further down. But he's still good enough to win with. And what we saw the last six weeks of the season, they couldn't win. And I put that more in the coaches, 215-592-9494. All your calls on this. Look, the Eagles look to me like a team that didn't practice. That, 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 they showed up on Monday <laughs> like they didn't practice last week. That's on the coach. All right, who deserves more blame, in your opinion, for how this thing fell apart? Hurts or Sirianni? Seth Joyner and Elliott will join the show today. Hughes Clues starting about an hour from now. Ooh. And you got to see the prizes we're giving away. But after the break, we, yes, we are going to announce the new afternoon show host. Yes, the announcement is going to be on our show the new WIP Exciting. afternoon show host immediately after the break. Do not go anywhere. I can't wait to announce this name. Are we announcing it after the break? As soon as we get back. We're tell- oh, wow. We get to tell everyone who will be on WIP at 2 o'clock. Well, maybe not today, but starting soon at 2 o'clock. We'll tell you who it is. That's coming up next right here on the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You know, Hugh, the fact that we get to do this is, um, it's really cool. And I'm, I'm very excited. And I would be excited no matter what this announcement was. And we didn't know. In fact, Hugh and I found out, like, what, 40 minutes ago who the yeah. new afternoon show host yeah. would be? Yeah, And I had no idea. I and feel I, some kind of way about that. Well, that we didn't know? Well, they, well, they didn't yeah, trust they us didn't to keep trust a secret. Us, yeah, basically. Well, but they are, they are entrusting us right now. Like, everyone's listening to find out, like, who's going to join Ike, Reese, and Jack Fritz in the afternoon? They're, tr- they're trusting us to be the ones that make this announcement. And I am very excited, very excited to, uh, to announce that soon, and we don't know have a date yet because uh, this person has business to conclude and finish in his uh, current job right now in the industry. But starting very soon, joining Ike Reese and Jack Fritz on the afternoon show will be none other than Spike Eskin. He is coming back to WIP to join Ike and Jack in the afternoon Hugh Douglas, we have an at, we have another Eskin coming back here. Have you been, have you been at WIP with multiple Eskins before? No, I have not. I've, I've I've had a chance to speak to Spike a few times. Haven't really had a chance to work with him. It was funny because when I was telling the boss Rod Lakin about my interaction with Spike, he immediately thought that it was because I was in trouble <laughs> for something. But no, no, I haven't been in trouble with Spike. Just you know, talking periodically throughout the years, and just you know, just keeping in touch and things of that nature. But yeah, that's pretty exciting, man. It's going to be exciting to have Spike back at the station. Well, it's going to be a great show. Uh, I can't wait for it. Spike coming back to WIP. Spike, of course, yeah, he left us a few years ago to go up to WFAN and uh, be the brand manager up there in New York, and of course, CBS Sports Radio. He is coming back. He will be part of the afternoon show with Ike and with Jack, and um, it, it's a it's kind of just crazy. My head is spinning because I'm. Part of the reason I'm here is because of Spike. Part of the reason that Jack is here is because of Spike. And I know, obviously, Ike uh, you know, became what he became at this station during Spike's time here. So we, uh, we now get to have Spike back in a different role. But this isn't the first time. I mean, longtime WF, uh, WIP listeners know Spike at one point was part of the afternoon show. Is that right? Yeah, he was one of a three-person show maybe. Three-man weave. Yeah, maybe eight or nine years ago, as I think back in through the history of the Hold station. On. We have the right information because you're saying second stint on the afternoon show, yes. Eskin. You, you, is, is this the right Eskin? You're sure it's not Howard? I, I'm asking you. I mean, I, I mean, I have a company email in front of me here. As much as, as much as, it's the, not a typo. It's not a typo. It is not. It is actually Spike Eskin. So it is official. Spike is uh, is heading back to Philadelphia to be part of the afternoon show with Jack and Ike Reese. I'm very excited. I can't wait for this show to get started. It's going to be. It will be great. I mean, W uh, WIP. Uh, all the shows here. I mean, the morning show has done an incredible job since they moved there. We love doing our show. Love and uh, the it. afternoon show has been a great one for years. And it obviously changed about a month ago. And it'll change again. 
and I'm excited to see what this becomes. I can't wait to listen to those guys. Ike and Jack and Spike, they will start their show together very soon. Cannot wait for it. Our right, 215-592-9494. You can react to that with us if you want, because I know it's an exciting day here for the station. Of course, your thoughts on everything Sirianni hurts. And by the way, Jeff McClain did report last night that today, Hugh, is meeting day. Yeah, so that means to me we're awaiting news right now. Like this is this is like this is news day where we're gonna figure out if something big happens today. If it doesn't, I mean the players will talk to the coach. Though there's exit meetings, but you you know the one we're all waiting for. We are waiting for the news of Lurie and Sirianni and Roseman to have some sort of meeting because that's the one that really matters the most. Yeah, because it's 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 the meeting. I, I would think is gonna go something like, "Yo, dog, what happened?" What the hell? What the hell happened down the stretch? And you have to try to figure that out, or if you don't already know, I think that's what the investigation is about. And and another thing, you don't want to be, you don't want to be hasty in the decisions that you make. But I will say this: as as sleeping on this for twenty four hours and thinking about potentially all the different angles and scenarios that that took place for us to get to where we are now, there's not a whole lot that I, I can see that would help save Coach Sirianni's job. Like, seriously, all jokes aside, I, and, and, and listen to what I'm saying now, folks. That's not me saying that I want to get him fired because if they decide to keep him, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But when you talk about this epic fail, this epic demise of a football team like this, it's hard to, to run it back. That, that's my point. It's hard to run it back. This is not going to be the same. Now, whether or not he's at the helm, that remains to be seen. But I can almost guarantee you and say this with full confidence, them defensive coordinators ain't coming back. Yeah, of course they're not. <laughs> they're out. Them office, if I had to shake the dice on the, on the offensive coordinator, I would say he probably ain't coming back. Yeah, which is why I just wanted to get the whole coaching staff out of here. I mean, yeah. the, the fact, the idea of Sirianni overseeing a whole new staff doesn't make any sense to me. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Mike is up next on WIP. What's up, Mike? Hey, how are you? Mike, we're doing well, buddy. What are you feeling today? Yeah, I, I, here's my blame. I blame 70% of it on Nick Sirianni. I blame 20% of it on Howie Rosen for making some poor decisions, and I blame 10% on Jalen Hurts. I just, I mean, I have seen, I go to an Eagles bar in Chicago, and it's just, every week just gets worse and worse and worse. And it, I was so happy when the season was over, because it was an absolute dumpster fire. They can't keep Nick Sirianni. He has lost the team. I was fine with Sirianni coming back next season until until the Giants game, the last game of the season, where they just totally lost it. And it's they're lucky they only lost thirty two to nine the Buccaneers because if Mike Mike Evans would have caught some more of those balls and got got Chris Godwin would have caught would have dropped a couple passes, they could conceivably got forty five or fifty points. Or that poorest Eagles defense. Mike, without Bradbury. question. Without question. Down the stretch of the season, if, if you look at their point differential, and you're right, you could add more you know, points that could have happened. They played like the worst team in the NFL the last seven weeks. I can't bring the coach back ho- after that. He, he gets the blame. It was horrible. I mean, Bradbury needs to go. I don't know about Bayard. I know Quez Watkins is probably the worst slot receiver. Dog, you don't know about Bayard. <laughs> you want to keep, you keep yeah, Bayard? Bayard can get out of here. <laughs> I'm done with him, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. No, it's just funny I mean, you said, I don't know. I know. <laughs> he can't play anymore is what I know. <laughs> yeah. It just it was a total dumpster fire. I just was – I mean, it, it was painful watching the game. It was painful. I I normally stay up a little bit after the game. And this game, I just went right to sleep. I just like, this is horrible. They Sirianni has to go. I don't – see how they keep him because they would have to replace the, the entire coaching staff with the, with the exception of Jeff Stout. Right, and, and, and that Stout. doesn't, Mike, it doesn't make sense to me. Here's what I keep coming back to, and, and I know they're, they're, I'm not trying to take Hurts off the hook, and some of the stuff that Hughes brought up the last couple of days about his leadership as they sink is very fair. I, I know this. I've watched Jalen Hurts as a starter, full season starter for three years. When 
Nick Sirianni or Brian Johnson have been calling the place, and who knows down the stretch of the season who was actually calling the place. Jalen Hurts doesn't look very good. When Shane Steichen called the plays, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles look good. Like, I still believe there is a very good player in Jalen Hurts that, that has been – he fell down this year, the injury, whatever. Totally. I'm with you. I, and I look at the coach and I say, all right, you obviously don't know what you're doing with the offense because when you're in charge of it more, it goes off the rails. And then the, the locker room stuff, it just feels like they gave up on him. They didn't play with effort on Monday night in a playoff game. Yeah, that, that's egregious. And and that's one of those ones where you look at it, Joe, and you're like, ah, I can't, I can't get past that. But there's a level of culpability for the quarterback too, man, because, like I said, he's had a, he's been very, very vocal, in in everything that has been centered around the Philadelphia Eagles. I can't see him sitting in a room like, like to your part. He he's a smart football guy. He's very, very outspoken. So you mean to tell me? Jalen sat in those meetings when they were drawn up and scripting. Let's just stay, let's just keep it to this week. Knowing what you know about Tampa Bay, knowing what you just went through and got your finger all jammed up, you know they're blitzing. You didn't say, hey, coach, maybe we should put some, some blitz beaters in here. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we should put more emphasis on running the ball more than 15 damn times. Like, cause you, cause you, cause from your own admission, Jalen's a smart football guy, but he was okay with going into the game like it was. Like to me, that that almost feels if if that's the case. I'm speculating here, people, that he went and he kind of undermined the coach a little bit, or he let them just or, drown, or he let them let them drown. But how can you let me drown, Joe? If if you're in this boat with me, and only thing you talked about all year long, we all got excited and psyched and hyped when we looked on this screensaver and saw the confetti falling of, on, of the Super Bowl, and we weren't the winners. So if if you want, if you're keeping the main thing, the main thing, how you let this get to this point? That's the problem but that I have. But he's not the coach. But he's the he's the leader. He's the two hundred and fifty million dollar man. So, in a way, it seems like you want him to undermine the coaches further. No, he he could say if if he think is wrong. He could say something. Maybe he has. He, he we don't he, know he, that. See, I see. That's what you're right. We don't know that. And 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 in 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 the in the effort to be fair, you're right. I don't so, know. Uh, that. Let me. I want you to take us inside because I I I can't answer this. You. I know you're more than a quarterback, but you can. Do players do that? Like yes. Okay. So so let's say it. Obviously, you were on the defensive side. Jim drew something up. And whatever, and and you kind of had. Would you? Would you or or one of your teammates have said, Jim? Yes. That's not going to work. Listen, the guy. I'm interested and, in that. And I'm and I'm not. If I'm lying, Ike, if you're listening, please call in and confirm this story. We used to be in team meetings with, with, together, and Jim would draw up a defense. Try it with you, hey Jim. I don't think that's going to work, Jim. He said, I'm not like, I, I've been watching Phil, da-da-da. And we would sit back and we would laugh about it because it was – and Jim would stop and Jim would Jim would kind of pause a little bit. And, you know, he would say – try to be like, no, Jim, I don't think that's going to work. It got so bad. It, well, it wasn't – like, Jim didn't get mad. Let me say that first. Jim didn't get mad. But it got to the point where we used to troll – we used to troll Trot to say, hey, Trot, we need a break. Can we get a break? And we like and try to say, yo, Jim, we need a break, Jim. And Jim would, wouldn't say anything and then he'd come back. He's like, yo, Jim, we need a break. And Jim say, okay, we're gonna break for five minutes. <laughs> I mean, so yes, if 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 the players, because ultimately you're trying to win. You're trying to win. You're trying to get to the Super Bowl. That's why for me, if if Jalen Hurts, for every everything that he sold me, if he let this ship go down the way that he did. I'm looking. It's his fault. So uh, let me because you, he lied to me. Well, well, let me let me go back to this. So so, ESPN. <laughs> I wanted to go to Vegas, Kyle. I pulled the wool over our eyes. He pulled too. the wool over my eyes. I wanted to go to Vegas. If you you sold me a bill of goods and then you let it go the way it went, man, that's on you, dog. But he's not the coach. He can only do but so much. But he's the two hundred and fifty well, million dollar man. Well, what is he supposed to do? Tell the coach, hey, I hey, think coach, you're a dummy. Just say, hey, coach, we ain't got no blitz beaters. This ain't working right, for me. So I'm br- getting my back beat in. Let's yes, see. he can say that. 215-592-9494. Hurts or Sirianni, who deserves more blame for how this ended up? But let me bring you back to this. Tim McManus wrote that story last week, right? It was it was yes. mo- Monday or last week. I mean, there's been so much crap here. But there, it was in the last couple days. This was in the article about Hurts and the discontentment with the office this year. Quote, in the early stages of the early skid, 
Hertz was hoping the direction of the offense would change. The source familiar with Hertz think it said, believing they were over, overly reliant on vertical routes and not utilizing short to immediate throws, particularly over the middle of the field where Brown has thrived. In short, the belief there was too much flash over substance, a sentiment others on the offensive shared. Okay? Uh, Hertz's desired direction for the offense has not material. So, so obviously he's voiced this in some mutiny. way. It should have been a mutiny. Like, well, I don't it, know what he's supposed like, to do besides try to run the play. Say, coach, this ain't working. Maybe he has. This ain't working, coach. Well, hold on. Well, why do we think Sirianni is not stubborn and he's amenable to this? Have <laughs> no. we ever listened? Have we ever seen Sirianni on the sidelines? <laughs> you know, is I there walk- a chance that Sirianni told him, you'll run my play? You, I walked into that one. But still, if you're trying to get there and if it's not working, then you have to change it. If if Coach Sirianni, if everything that we're speculating about him is true, then yeah, you probably you probably need to go. I, I, we don't know. All I know is I, I watched the quarterback with different coaches over a lot of different stints, whether it be Alabama, Oklahoma, Shane Steichen, and he succeeded. Now he's failing. That's I, I got to point to the coach. That's why we have to gather as much information as we can because I don't know how this went. Is Elliot down there? Are we doing detective work today? Is he at the Novacare Complex? Can we get can we get detective work? Yeah, there it is. Why the Pink Panther though? That 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 fits our show. That, that just that's, that's <laughs> like the absolute worst. Wait, you're not a Pink Panther guy? I've not been led astray. No, not. I mean, I watched when I was younger, yeah. but this is way more serious than that, man. We need some. We need no, something th- a little bit more hard hitting. This is well, this is pretty hard hitting, don't think. <laughs> I mean, this, you this want like something going music? Down. I want some. I want something. Yeah. I, I mean, I. Is it that serious? It kind of is. Okay. Listen, I had a trip to Vegas riding on this. So this is personal. Yeah, a little bit. For little you, bit. not. A little bit because I, am I the only person that felt like I was lied to, especially with that last press conference that the quarterback had. When he said, he sat there and looked me straight in the face. Well, he didn't look at me. He was looking at the reporters. But it felt like he was talking was to me. Yeah. And he said, hey, just wasn't our year. Yeah. Seriously? Well, it Seriously? It wasn't. Stop it. It, it wasn't their year. I mean, Stop that's, that's well, true. Well, uh, I, I think there's – so, like, to Hugh's point about getting more answers, like, we're, we're talking about as Sirianni lost the locker room, this and that. The more important discussion, and I can't stress enough how much more important this is, is if Jalen Hurts lost the locker room. That's a much bigger deal than if the if the head coach lost the locker room. They just gave the guy $250 million. With the, the way that everything's coming out, the, the disconnect in the locker room – some of that has to fall on the quarterback, man. He's leader guy. He's the guy that, you know. <laughs> what is what, it, leader guy? Well, Hugh, <laughs> like, I mean, think about how we talked about Jalen Hurts for the last few years. Like, he's not, like, super flashy with no. his arm and, and not overly talented. His biggest trait, his biggest asset was how the guys rally around him, how he's a leader. Like, I, I don't recognize that guy no, this I did. year. I did, and that, that, that hurts the most, man, because, oh, hey, play on words. But that, that, that hurts the most because, Going out the way that we went out, like I, I firmly believe when you tell me, when you sit there and you tell me you're doing everything within your power to get us to the dance, to get us to Vegas, to get us to the sphere, I believe that, Joe. And even if that means telling your coach, coach, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't, you don't, you, this offense is not conducive that's to getting us to. Vegas. Yeah. You need to have that conversation. So I, I understand both of your points. At 215-592-9494. We'll get back to the phone lines in a second here. I, but I think a player can only do so much. I know he's the leader and leader guy, as Kyle mm-hmm. called, called him. He didn't play defense. He can't go on that side of the field. Sirianni's in charge of it all. I'm gonna, all right, I'm going to give you a little analogy here. Give me an analogy. I'm going to spin we... it right back to our major spin station. It, spin it back. <clears throat> I'm going to spin it back to our major station announcement Okay, that okay. we made at 1030 where Spike Eskin is coming back. Oh, I, wanna, I can't wait to hear this. All right. I can't wait to hear so, this. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the the person that on the air here for a while now has been I think you could look at him as one of the leaders of our team Ike okay? Ike Ike's a yes. leader on, on on the WIP uh, you know as Ooh. part of our, yeah that guy right Ike's been here a long time Ike's yes. been here through different iterations of WIP and I would say there was a time where WIP wasn't doing great eight ten years ago mm-hmm. Ike was part of it was it Ike's fault No. You know what changed? The leadership. We got people in here that knew what they were doing. One of them now is coming back to be a host. Spike knew what he was doing as a leader. Rod knows what he's doing as a leader. This thing works because we have good leadership. I can't just say, oh, the station wasn't doing great eight years ago. Ike's to blame. No, Ike was a cog in it, and he was a leader of our team. But we had we have good leadership now. We had it with Spike. I don't think we had great leadership before that. I just, like... What is Jalen Hurts supposed to do if his defensive teammates won't tackle? I'll what tell is you what, he supposed I, I, to do? I would venture to say 
that, and I don't know this to be true, but but knowing Ike the way that I do, I think Ike, when it was going that way, I think he had some input about what he thought could make it better. I'm sure he did. And I'm pretty sure we had the type of leadership that would receive that. And this is the why I think that to a certain extent that Coach Sirianni would have received that. Whether or not they did it, I don't know. Because he seems like when, when they were talking about, hey, coach, you need to calm down or whatever. And, and from what I've gotten from other people, he seems like a very uh, receptive coach. I think he would have been receptive to that, especially when you talk about where we just came from. We just came from the Super Bowl. Now we're going home. So I, you may be right on that. And maybe Sirianni. We're, we're doing a lot of speculation. But he, I don't think he knows what he's doing. I mean, that's my <laughs> I don't think he has the answers. I think the coach is clueless. Sorry, Joe. Did, yes. You, you know what, Joe? It, it was funny about this. When they first hired Coach Sirianni, I didn't like him. I'm not going to lie. You're not the only one. I, I did not like him at first. He grew on me. The first part of being smart is knowing what he to do. Grew, he grew on me. That's why I don't I don't know what the right answer is, people. I don't know what the right answer is, but I will say this. Whatever happens, I'm going to fall in lockstep with whatever uh, Mr. Lurie and in the, in the, in the Eagles brain trust wants to do. But to your point, I, this the, the survivor rate mm. for this – and not good. With the speculation, ah, yeah. ah, I'm, I'm ah. not. I'm not going to fall in line. If, if, if they keep Sirianni, Joel's going to come out. All right, let's go to Anthony at South Play. What's up, Anthony? Joe, how are you? How you doing, you? What's going on, man? Listen, he grew on you, like a fungus. <laughs> hey, something like that. You know, I, never mind. I was I was going to do a bad analogy, but that that probably that a lot of girth. <laughs> Don't do any of those analogies. So go ahead, Anthony. Uh, Joe, first I got a question, then I got a couple points I want to hit. Uh, th- that safety with Hurts, uh, I looked at the play. There was nobody open when, when the kid was trying to buy some time in the pocket. Now, if he throws the ball away from the end zone, isn't that intentional grounding and a safety anyway? It is, yeah. I think they so, threw the flag uh, with the idea that it may have been that anyway, but it didn't matter. Cause, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, so he had no choice. No matter what he did, he, he couldn't get rid of the ball and not take the safety, right? Yeah, unless he was right, unless he was intending to throw to a receiver at that exact moment he got hit, it, it, it was either going to be a fumble and a touchdown or a safety. Right. So that's so I don't know if he's as culpable as everybody's trying to make him there. So I mean, he was he was in a bad situation when I looked at the play; nobody was open. Anyway, uh, let me get to what I was going to ask you. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, everybody's missing a point. You got you guys. Uh, who hired Sirianni? Who paid two quarterbacks three hundred eighty million dollars and crowned them franchise quarterbacks in the last five years? Hundred percent, man. Yeah, that's Howie who, and the owner. Yep. Who fired the DC? Riddick said it was the higher ops. Okay, maybe it's time they relinquish total control, stop micromanaging the team, and bring in an experienced, seasoned NFL caliber head coach to run it. And if it doesn't work out, fire him. The same way they fired four head coaches in eleven years, anyway. I don't see the downside. At least everyone will know it was an actual coach, a professional coach making decisions. That's the problem as far as I'm concerned. This all stems from the top. Look at the defensive dress choices the last five years. Beside your defensive tackles, you don't have anybody worth a damn out there. Mm. Well, that's and just, Anthony, that's a big part of why they're so bad on defense. They haven't, they haven't added enough there. Anthony, man, we appreciate They haven't added enough there. And it's, it's a major part of, of where this thing goes now, you know, into, into how they fix this thing. they got to fix it, and they got to fix it quick. All right, we got Seth Joyner coming up here in a few minutes, but he was on Hurts. Listen to Seth about Hurts and his inability to pick up the blitz. There was one blitz where they lined up three down offensive, three down defensive linemen on one side, three down defensive linemen on the other side. And we were empty backfield. You can't tell me, Joe, that Jalen Hurts can't look at the front and realize he's a guy short. And to say, hey, Dallas, you want to come in here and attach so you can block one of these guys so we can go man across the board blocking, even if they send your guy. That's okay, but at least, you know, he's coming from a little wider. But if he doesn't, does he know to throw if that ball to Dallas Goddard in the first second? In, in the first second, does he know to throw that ball to him? It's week I think 19, he knew it in John. Fifth grade. I, I think mean, he Joe, knew it when he was six. Joe, I don't know, man. Joe, it is week 19. Well, and it's year four for Hertz. It's like, you I know. Don't, I don't care. Well, I do I, care. I, I don't care because what you're, what you're seeing on the field is either coached or tolerated. I love that line. It's either coached or tolerated. Yeah, I mean it's true. Like both they, fall on coaching. But if here's the thing with coaching, Joe, and 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 I just I was just responding to somebody that that asked me that. Like, is can Jalen argue with the coach? 
He doesn't have to argue with him. He can suggest because the bottom line is this. Jalen's on the field. No matter what, how much Coach Sirianni has coached, Jalen's actually out there and he actually sees it. If Coach Sirianni is being that stubborn, then this is a dead conversation. He needs to be gone. Yeah, well, and we'll find out because Jeff Lurie's doing his work today. They're meeting today, 215-592-9494. Seth Joyner himself will join us on the other side. We'll assess blame for what happened. Should Sirianni be back? Seth joins us next. lot to do. Elliot at 12. Got a big station announcement today. What, what a day here at WIP. 215-592-9494. It's the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. After an incredible NFL Super Wildcard weekend, we're on to the divisional round. For these teams, it's win or go home, but you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forest Casino, America's number one sports. So FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. This weekend, I'll be on Detroit to cover and win against Tampa. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O today to join. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.